This podcast contains coarse language, adult themes, and spoilers. My name's Peach, and for the past couple of years, I've been helping my friend Shag overcome his childhood aversions to everyday foods in the podcast Fussy Eater. Now it's his turn to help me conquer my phobia of scary movies over one spooky night in the FBI studios, one Wikipedia synopsis at a time. This is Spooko. And right now, you are joined by Peach and Shag, the hosts of Spooko, which is an FBI podcast that you can stream right now. There's like 14 episodes, is that right? You better believe it. Holy moly, I'm not going to lie, guys. I binged it yesterday. I got up to episode 9. Oh, episode 10 the best one. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the one you really didn't want to watch. Um, so, do you guys want to kind of walk us through what Spooko is? Well, I... I'm going to pass the buck to Shag because <laughs> it's 100% Shag's idea, which means that I'm allowed to say it's an awesome idea. So, Shag, with that, with that, with that intro, what is Spooko all about? So, let's just spin it back just a second. Peach and I have been, you know, FBI sort of alumni for a long time. We used to host a show quite a while ago, um, and we made a podcast a couple of years ago called Fussy Eater that was all about trying to get over food aversions because mm. it was just one of those things where we realised a lot of people my age and our age were mm. having food aversions still and we were like this is dumb let's get over them Mm. Uh, then the more we talked about that the more we realised Peach had his own aversion which a lot of people seem to share which is just scary movies not just oh I don't like them just I will avoid all scary movies yep and I think we got to a point where we realised Peach hadn't actually seen any scary movies and his <laughs> reference his reference points for scary movies were the scary parts of the Harry Potter films. <laughs> and so... True. And so we, we, we started thinking about, okay, well, what's a way to get Peach into scary movies just in a gentle, non-threatening way? And we realised the best way was to take him through the Wikipedia synopsises of famous films. And so that's where we are. Each week, we take Peach through a classic scary movie uh, via the Wikipedia synopsis. And that's really weird that you guys came up with this because I feel like I'm living a very similar life to this podcast. Occasionally somebody will say, you have to watch this movie. And what I immediately do is go to the parents section of IMDb. <laughs> have you ever been there? Yes, yes, yes. I did it for Get Out. They were like, oh, watch Get Out. And I said, is it scary? They're like, oh, you know, it's like, it's kind of, but it's not, but it's cool. But it's not. And I'm like, can you be more specific, please? What happens? And so I went to the parents section and read all the bits. It's scary. What is the parent section of IMDb? It's, it's, it's like if like your kid comes up to you and says, hey, Dad, uh, can I go and watch this movie? You as a parent, you can go through and be like, is my kid going to freak out if somebody gets stabbed? Or they'll tell you in detail all of the things that are not good for kids, basically. Well, Ruby, I think I think you and I are of one <laughs> mind because um, it, I certainly have an interest in horror films. I'm certainly like, yeah, great, get out. What's, mm. uh, what's it about? What's going on? Mm but I'm way too spooked to actually sit down and watch the thing. But, but here's the thing, here's the thing. So this is what I think we've discovered doing this podcast so far and uh, is that you being so spooked by horror films, you're actually the perfect audience for them because yeah. the point of horror films, <laughs> it's like the metaphor we always use, it's like chilly food, right? Mm. You don't 
you don't go to chili food to be like, you don't avoid the burn mm. if you're eating like a super spicy soup mm. or something. You embrace the burn. You enjoy the burn. Yeah. It's the same thing with horror movies. You don't go, oh, I'm not scared of this. You go, yes, I'm scared of this mm. and I'm enjoying this scare. And thus, if you're more likely to be scared by things, ironically, you're the perfect person who should be watching horror films rather than someone who doesn't find them spooko at all. Definitely. N- now, Ruby, you've heard the pro horror film uh, point of view <laughs> over there. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the anti-horror film is one that I just thought I'd let you know, depending on how this morning progresses, is that some of these spooky ideas just get into your head. And um, all of the podcasts were recorded on one night, uh, right? And we've sort of sliced them up. And it's a conceit we decided on fairly early on and are maintaining as one, best we can. One traumatic night. Quite so. A surprisingly long night. Very um, long. I was trying to do some maths. I was like, wow, was, you guys pulled an all-nighter. Look, look, it's just, <laughs> as long as you don't look too far yeah. into it, it works perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Um, some of these ideas, some of these films sort of burrow into your head mm. the tiniest bit. So. But that's, again, that's the good thing. Oh, yeah. it's, it's really... It's you know, okay, so so you know you mm. know when you're like walking around just living your best life, mm. and all of a sudden you read you remember something super embarrassing you did like five years ago, mm. yes. and you're crippled and you can't even move. Yeah, every so, day. So yeah, So you know that thought, right? Yeah, yeah, that right. thought sucks. Now imagine flipping that thought where you're walking along and all of a sudden you remember this super disturbing thought <laughs> that you had nothing to do with. So you get to enjoy that feeling of just being crippled, but there's no personal response to it, so it's actually super enjoyable. You're just like, oh. I can't believe I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe... Who was that demon in her... Uh, anyway. Yes. <laughs> Paimon. I Paimon. can't believe Paimon is alive and well and the trickster god he's making still, us all do stuff. He's still out there. He's still out there. Have, yeah. Um, well, I think me and Peach are very similar because I mm. noticed the last episode I listened to was Us and I think that was the one that you were like pretty spooked by and we do a really similar tactic of just making a lot more jokes. Yep. And getting mm. a lot louder. Mm. The yep. last time I watched a horror movie, I was rolling around on the floor, kind of doing that Homer Simpson thing where he's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like trying to just distract everyone in the room and not watch the movie. One time I've gone to the cinema and turned around and sat on the floor and watched the people watching the movie mm. instead of watching the movie. And maybe that's the real artwork in it. Well, that's the thing. I was like, ha, 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 I want to see all of your faces. But really it was because I was just so scared. And so, Ruby, we might have a bit of a Halloween trick up our sleeves. Is oh, that right? Oh, no. I, I think... think... <laughs> yeah. So we're going to watch a trailer now. This is uh, kind of how the podcast works. You watch a trailer and then we kind of walk through the Wikipedia of it. So we're going to go to a song now. And if you've got a phone with you or a screen with you... Yeah. And you're not just, driving. Do yeah. not. You'll get spooked. Or you're not the <laughs> one driving. Just quickly Google the Halloween 1978 trailer. That's what we're going to watch right now. Oh, I feel like I can handle the 70s, but I'm also still like pretty scared. And right now, I am with Peach and Shag, FBI alumni, and also uh, the creators of Spooko. 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 And we just watched a pretty Spooko movie trailer. And, like, you know, it is 7.45 in the morning. Last night, I was G'd up. I was like, we're going to watch a scary movie trailer. I'm going to be, like, 
I, I think I'm going to be really tough. And then this morning at 5am when I came in, I was like, oh, I don't think I'm down to watch scary things this early in the morning. Um, but I feel okay. So what we've discovered, uh, you know, we're about 14 episodes into Spooko. And, you know, as we've gone through this, we've realised that within horror, there's probably three typical horror film kinds and you can actually see them within Halloween 1, 2 and 3. So you've got Halloween 3 which is your goofy, weird, crazy plot sort of film. Mm. You've got Halloween 2 which is your lots of deaths, lots of gore, lots of blood, eyeballs exploding sort of thing. Mm. Eyeballs you... is a theme that we come back to I think Ruby on some episodes. But then you have the original Halloween which is genuinely just unnervingly spooko. Not like, not heaps of violence, lots of just tension that's almost unbearable, which doesn't really come through in a Wikipedia plot synopsis, mm. so it makes it very easy to be introduced to them. And luckily, the screams don't either. Did you hear, like, the the audio mix? Yeah. How the music was sort of... It sounded weird and it didn't quite make sense. Yeah. One of the amazing things about the more contemporary trailers is just watching the trailers, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is so scary. Exactly. I'm one of those people that um, I went to go see Deadpool 2 in the cinema and one of the trailers... Yeah. That's not a scary movie. Yeah. But, but one, one of the trailers was, like, a intense kind of, like, thriller action movie and um, somebody got stabbed and I cried. Yeah, the <laughs> sound the design does it to you. I mean, look, to be fair, to have that innocent response to a stabbing on screen is actually probably pretty good in this super desensitized it wasn't, age. It wasn't, oh no, someone died, just so you know. It was, um, it was, I was crying out of anger that I was shown it. It was, because it was body horror, and I was like, no, Deadpool is funny! This is a comedy action thriller! This isn't what I signed Why up for. Why are you showing this guy getting stabbed? Yeah. But did yeah. you sign up for Michael Myers coming home? Alright, he's okay. coming home. Okay, so how much, how much do you guys know about this film? Oh, pretty much the trailer covers it for me. Jamie Lee Curtis is there. Mike Myers is scared. Michael Myers is scared. Also, did Jamie Lee Curtis get involved in the college admission scandal? Because she feels like the sort of person who would have. I've got <laughs> no facts. Ruby, just, you know, your college I admission knowledge. If you could just... no, no, look, it's fine. It's fine. Let's move on. Jamie Lee Curtis is in this. Producers She's amazing. On it. Yeah. She is super, super amazing. But look, okay, so this is one of the classic horror films. Mm-hmm. You know, in I think in 2006, there's some giant American body of film that admitted it into their like archives to be like this is an important piece of art yeah um, made by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill so two different creators and each of them wrote the, weirdly I, I don't know if this was something everyone did in the 70s they wrote the characters who like Deborah wrote the female characters so Deborah wrote Jamie Lee Curtis's characters and John Carpenter wrote the psychologist who's looking after Michael Myers and Michael Myers as well so he did the boys she did the girls Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, I don't know how I feel about that, actually. Like, you understand women. <laughs> yeah, it's it's basic, it. it is basically <laughs> like that. Oh, it's no. like, women be crazy. Okay, so so the film begins... Yeah, misogyny in... comes up a lot in the podcast, <laughs> oh, I think, as we, oh, as we discuss. so woke. Okay. <laughs> woke podcast. We're working, working on the work. <laughs> so in 1963, on Halloween night in Haddonfield, Illinois, which is your typical American small town... Big... 63. In so, 19- so we're in the past. This yeah. is a flashback. Every mm. every horror movie ever starts with a flashback mm. to when the bad guy got bad. Mm. 
So six-year-old Michael Myers, he's looking through the window and watching his older sister change because, of course, he is. Um, He then stabs his older sister, Judith. We see this as a POV shot, so we kind of just see a knife in front of the camera just stab, stab, stab as Judith screams at the screen. Classic. Um, Look, again... This is another example of misogyny. Like, a six-year-old child, like, I've got one in my house, mm. and if they tried to stab me with a knife, like, uh, they'd have some serious problems. <laughs> that is actually a really but good like, point. How old is this? <laughs> how old is this He's also 76-year-old, so okay, he actually looks like he's about 11. 15. Yeah, okay, cool, I get and, it. Anyway, so then he walks out in this clown suit carrying his knife, and then the cops show up, and he's just standing there catatonic. Yeah, okay, we saw that bit in the trailer. He's then incarcerated at Smith's Grove Sanitarium. Another thing about 70s and 80s horror films, there is no good de- uh, depiction of mental illness. Yep. It's basically no. like if you have any mental illness, you will probably be a psychopath. Yep. That is that is the level of their understanding. Zero mm. neurodivergence. Straight to the straight like jackets. This. Basically. Yeah. And exactly. it's like you deserved that. Yeah. And there's no explanation of what they have. They're just mentally and the they're college like, educated, in... uh, responsible <laughs> professionals diagnosis is oh, there's evil there. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He's <laughs> so, evil. Well, speaking of that, so 15 years later, mm. Michael's psychologist Dr. Samuel Lunas. Uh, who said Good that? Name. Who said that he spent eight years trying to understand him, and then seven years trying to keep him away because all he can see is evil behind his eyes. And his colleague and his colleague Marion Chambers arrive at the sanitarium to escort Michael to court. Now. Unbeknownst to them, Michael has escaped and he's let all of the other inmates free. So they get there at, like, at night as well. It's like, don't go to this place at night. Go there during the day <laughs> when everyone's on. So everyone's, oh. there's all these people milling around. Uh, uh, Michael escapes, steals their car and returns to Haddonfield. On the way, he kills a mechanic for his overalls because you see he wears a blue boiler suit. Yep. Like He looks like yep. a member of Slipknot. Uh, as well as stealing a white mask and knives from a local hardware store. Wait, I, that, yeah. that mask is from a hardware store? It's, it looks like a skin face, isn't it? So It does, it does. So again... Skin face, face, skin face. Again, uh, like, I I wasn't alive in 1978, but I also understand that commerce was heaps different. Like, yeah. you went, like, now... So we was pretty mechanic much... security as well. <laughs> yeah. like, like, you, you, you could just wander straight into one and just, just steal some stuff. They wanted hyper-realistic masks. <laughs> they were like, we want your protection, but we also want it to look like it's your face. But there's there's an important thing missing here that he's he's broken out on Halloween. Now, uh, he killed on Halloween, uh... and so I'm... Uh, Hang on, is today Halloween... <laughs> <laughs> so, it's Halloween, and high school student Laurie Strode, who is Jamie Lee Curtis, who even in 1978 looked like she was a mother of five. I was going to say, I'm like, wow. She looks like she was a mother of five uh, who aged extremely well. She looks exactly the same right yep. now. She She's an old soul, and so she was probably going out with Leonardo DiCaprio at the time. <laughs> so, she drops... Uh, so, Laurie Strode... What's uh, that it, reference? Oh, like, you know how he... Are they going he, out? No, he yeah. only goes out with, like, really young people. But... When old celebrities go out with really young girls, they're always like, oh, but she's such an old soul. It's like, it'll be a 60-year-old going out with a 20-year-old, and it's like, but we're soulmates. But she just loves to stay in on a Saturday night. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Laurie Strode 
Her stepdad is a real estate agent. He asks her to drop a key off at uh, a f- home that she doesn't know is her former home so her father can sell it. So the home where her sister, Judith, was killed has been on the market for like 20 years. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. Okay. But somehow she doesn't know it's the home where she, her sister was killed in by her brother that she doesn't know about. Again, yeah, they didn't okay. have the internet, so you don't. You can easily be. These things can be hidden from you very quickly. Yeah. As you might remember, Ruby, um, you might remember that 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 um, gaslighting is a big a big part of some of these movies, and Huge. so there's a there's a there's a gaslighting element here of just like, sorry, Laurie, we just decided not to tell you about. Maybe this, this is what happens if uh, the the men the men write the male roles and the women write the women roles. <laughs> is that it's like, why don't we just put your character down as no, you're just you're just being silly, yeah. and we'll move on. <laughs> That's actually what happened. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so look, like, basically over the course of the day, Michael starts stalking her around town in super spooky ways. So there's one moment where she's walking towards this bush and she sees him in front of him and then he just steps to the side behind a bush and she's like, who is that dude? Walks up, turns around, can't see him there. He's gone. And he, and he does this for a little while. I thought while. I was a mechanic, had the face of a mechanic. Um, some of the other things he do, does, which is super scary, is that he takes Judith's tombstone from the local cemetery as well. He oh, just steals sick. the whole tombstone. She's still in the ground. Mm. He just takes the tombstone. That's and everyone's awesome. like, that's a weird thing to happen yeah. on Halloween. That's tricky. Like it's 15 years do. later. Take, it, it might take an extra person or two. That's a good point. Yeah. Bring a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Park close to the cemetery. Like, I don't want to be debunking this logic. But... He probably stole a tow truck from the mechanic at yeah. the time. He stole the, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. stole the PJs as well. So, so anyway, so Loomis, who is the uh, very professional psychiatrist. Yeah, the evil diagnostic Who's, who's yeah. diagnosed him with evilness. Mm. Uh, teams up with the local sheriff and they go patrolling the streets because they're like, he's clearly back. Let's find him before I'm he does anything. I'm a psychologist. Anybody. I'm ready to patrol the streets. Oh, my God. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll help. All right. So later that night, uh, Laurie is babysitting Tommy Doyle. Another thing about uh, Wikipedia... Synopsis is they always give you the last name. Mm. There'll be like four paragraphs of a synopsis, but we need to know the last name. Oh, oh. I was going to say, when you did Saw, which is like the second or third one, I was at work um, pretending to be working, but actually <laughs> I, was, um, I was writing out all the character names because there's so many character <laughs> names and it was so confusing. You have that to draw I, like a map. I drew, like, Hang on, how does the, I drew yeah. a mind map so yeah. I could understand what you were talking about. Just, I can't work with names. All right. Tommy. It's a good child name. Tommy, Tommy Doyle, who's who Laurie is babysitting, but her friend Annie is babysitting Lindsay Wallace just across the street. It's okay. like a babysitter's club. This is cool. Unaware that Michael has followed them. So at this point, Michael okay. knows that they're both in houses alone looking after kids. I love okay. that the parents are like, Halloween, baby, let's go to an adult's party and mm. get some babysitters. Now, when Annie's... Yeah, actually... <laughs> when Annie's boyfriend, Paul, calls her to come and pick him up, she takes Lindsay over to the Doyle house to spend the night with Laurie and Tommy. Before Annie can leave in her car, Michael slits her throat. <gasps> Is this a good time to go to a song and come back? I think so. Oh, my God. We're doing live spooko right now with Peach and Shag, and we'll be back after this one from Cella. It's earlier days. Hey, good morning to those of you who are just tuning in. It's 8am on FBI 94.5 and you're with me, Ruby Miles, on Up For It, but you're also joined by Peach and Shag, FBI alumni and also the host of Spooko. 
the podcast. Ruby, thanks for having us. So let's start with a thank you. <laughs> but there's also a sorry in there because <laughs> you and I share a complete terror about horror movies. And we're now halfway through working through the Wikipedia plot synopsis of mm. Halloween. I've got jelly legs. I've got the, well, mine is sort of more adrenaline, more sort of heart heart pumpy. So yeah. I've, I've got just gently raised heart rate. For me, it was stealing the tombstone. That was probably the detail. Oh, really? Of, of, uh, of Michael's adventures that got under my skin. I How think um, I just uh, I had the the out from the bushes in broad daylight oh. sort of hmm. that was like oh this guy is not scared to just show himself. Well, look, I mean that's what Sue's speaking about him, and he's he's that classic character where he never really runs. Oh, he we should say what movie it is. Oh yeah, okay. So we're halfway <laughs> through doing the original Halloween from mm. 1978. We've just had our first death. We've also had uh, our first major horror trope in that there's a house where people are supposed to be babysitting, but instead it's become the house where all the teenagers of the Smooching town are having sex out. with their people. Oh, if you there have sex, is, you, die. you die. This is an important rule. It's a very slut shaming genre. Did this invent? Oh. The rule? No, no. It's so been the rule. For a while. We think the rule comes from Halloween, where uh, there's a, where the original uh, like one of the, the, it starts with a kid dying because two camp counselors are having sex instead of watching him swim. Is that Halloween? Oh. Is that Friday the Thirteenth? That's Friday the Thirteenth. Sorry, yeah. I was gonna say I've seen a remake of Friday the Thirteenth. That's one of the what? many. That's one of the few films that How I was. Did you survive that? I hated it. I was <laughs> I was traumatized. I was like locked in a room don't, with don't watch horror films. Naughty movies. teenagers being like, Ruby, this is so funny. And I went, no, it's not! It's horrible! You are correct. They are wrong. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so anyway, well, look, we're halfway through. We've had our first death. Mm. We've had uh, Annie, who was supposed to come over to the sex house, but mm. she gets her throat slit in the car. Michael's uh, got a mechanic mask. Looks uh, just like a mechanic. He's got, he looks like he does. He looks like a very uh, thorough but uh, nondescript <laughs> mechanic. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so meanwhile, two other teens, Linda and her boyfriend Bob Sims, arrive at the Waller house. They have sex. Sims. Then for some nice aftercare, Bob goes downstairs to get a beer for Linda where Michael stabs him. All right, Michael then poses as Bob in a ghost costume, which we saw in the trailer, which is pretty spooky. Oh, uh, no. To confront Linda, uh, Linda thinks he's just trying to spook her out, so he's like, oh, 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 come to bed, la, 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 la. <laughs> uh, but then it turns out it is Michael, and Michael gets uh, the telephone call back when, back when telephones did have cords mm. and strangles her to death as well. Oh. So everyone who has tried to have sex or tried to be, you know, has died so far. This yep. is an important lesson. This is originally what horror movies were for. Basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the wowzer effect. Well, I don't know what the new ones are doing. That was a contraceptive genre. <laughs> At the end, I'm like, I don't know if I've learned the lesson, though. <laughs> So, meanwhile, the psychiatrist who diagnosed evil discovers the stolen car and begins searching the streets. So he's in the he's in the loop. Mm. We get to the final paragraph. Suspicious, Laurie goes over to the Wallace house because before uh, Lindsay got strangled by the phone, she tried to call Laurie to be like, hey, there's this ghost uh, trying to kill me. Yes. Not 911, obviously. No. No. no that would be too easy. <laughs> uh, like, class, like, Ruby, this is the funny thing about the Wikipedia plot synopsis. You're like, mm-hmm. Yep. Why didn't we just do the... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like that in the movie. I'm just yelling, just going... The greatest example for doing? me, and sorry to get sidetracked, is Ringu, right? So yeah. you're familiar with this plot. You watch a video and you die a week later. No one knows what happens. We've yeah. got a journalist. 
what what should you be doing? You watch the video, you go, right, Ed TV. Let's get three camera people to follow me. Totally. Now. Yeah. Completely. Bang. Let's see where this curse goes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So 911 is the call she should have made. Anyway, yeah. look, so she goes over there. She finds the bodies of Annie, Bob and Linda and get this, her sister Judith's headstone on a bed. <laughs> <laughs> Just cool. a freak out. So, and this is upstairs as well. So not only did he get the headstone from the grave, he carried it up some stairs as well. So you're Strong. looking for somebody with a terrible back. <laughs> <laughs> He's thrown his back out. He's like off with like a heat pack and a foam roller. So she's been in a sanitarium with strong man competitions. <laughs> so she's well, I mean, you don't have much yeah. else to do, right? Yeah. So she sees this, she freaks out, she cows in a hallway. Michael appears and attacks her. She escapes by falling down some stairs. Uh, Laurie flees back to the Doyle house, which Michael enters, but she manages to fend him off long enough for Tommy and Lindsay to escape. Now, Tommy and Lindsay are the kids, so mm. luckily this isn't such a bloodthirsty film where the kids don't survive. They do. <laughs> now, psychologist comes, sees the two children fleeing, realises what's going on, finds Michael upstairs choking Laurie. Loomis shoots Michael six times, which somehow doesn't kill him, knocks him off the balcony. Now, when Loomis goes to check, so the balcony outside, Loomis uh, goes to check and finds that Michael's body is missing. <gasps> It's like there's going to be some more movies. (laughs) Unsurprised, Loomis stares off into the night while Laurie begins sobbing in terror. At some point, there's a line with a kid being like, oh, I think Laurie goes, it really was the boogeyman. And then Loomis, again, who is a professional psychologist, goes, yes, yes, it really was. How to traumatise the kids in the room, hey? (laughs) I was going to say, I'm so glad he stole a bulletproof vest from the mechanic as well. (laughs) Those mechanics were so well equipped. So, So, Ruby, how are you feeling? Like, this is sort of the phase of the experience mm. where I go, that movie sucked, or oh, now I'm terrified and I can't sleep. Look, How are you feeling? To be honest, I feel like I feel cocky. I reckon I could do it. Yeah. I mean, we rushed to the end. Now, here's the cool thing about that. So, that's the original Halloween. Mm. You've got three choices here. Yeah. You can follow Halloween two and three. Yeah. Or you can jump straight to Halloween four, five, and six. Oh, my God. Or you can skip all of the sequels and go to the re- the retcon sort of uh, remake that was released last year. That has oh, the same name. That's no. actually, that is also called Halloween. Oh, that's no. actually super sick. So... There's there's three different timelines. I thoroughly recommend if you enjoyed that, then go watch 2018 Halloween, which will then be pre- uh, followed by two more Halloween films, uh, which will be coming out in the next couple of years. Shag, I'm lost. A pro. <laughs> Shag what? here from Big Horror. Um, Ruby, thanks for having us today. Thank I, you so much. I hope you, you didn't guys. get too spooked. No, I think I've been. Uh, you definitely need to listen to the podcast if you uh, found this interesting because you do some really spooky movies and Ugh, those ones. Blue. Um, yeah. Oh, that one, Jelly Legs, straight yeah. away. I think there's a lot of things where people have asked me, "Oh, do you not like jump scares or do you not like gore?" The answer is all of them yep, suck. Yep, forget it all. All of them. And, you know, if if you do live somewhere where there's a lot of trick-or-treaters on the street tonight, just know that one of those people in a mask could be an escaped killer. Come back to re- take revenge on his family. Oh, what's the years. Halloween 3? Stay away from the, the oh, yeah, pumpkin yeah. icon on do the TV. Not, do not wear a pumpkin <laughs> mask or watch the Halloween special on TV or the ghost of Stonehenge <laughs> will make bugs appear from your body and kill everyone around you. It's good advice. To bring about the new age of witchcraft. Happy Halloween, Ruby. Thanks Happy so much Halloween. for having us. Thank you so much, you guys, for coming in. Peach and Shag, make sure you stream uh, Spooko. It's on all your streaming services. I listened to all nine episodes yesterday, so you can bang it out. Um, coming up around the corner, we've got Mitch Felt Cheer coming in. 
See you guys. Thanks so much, Ruby. Later. Bye. Uh, this was recorded at FBI Studios. Please like, subscribe and follow wherever you can and as much as you can. And Resh's, what's up?